Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back and visiting today. Today I have a special mindfulness activity and I invite you to join me and participate. It's okay uh, if you would like to just listen first and then go back, start the podcast over again and participate. I think you're going to enjoy this. But before we get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I would like to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you go. Okay, now... Let's get started with this activity. This is truly an activity. It's one of these uh, things that I would love to do with you in a group or, um, you know, face-to-face on Zoom. However, I think we're going to expand our technology, expand our um, imagination, and let's just try something, okay? Okay. So what would I like to see? Well, okay, so I admit I would love to see, you know, you writing and, you know, us having a conversation back and forth. I admit that. But that's okay because sometimes it's just good to reflect. And one way to reflect is not always when you're talking back and forth with someone and interacting. Sometimes we need a little bit of prep time. Let me give you an example before we start our exercise. If you've ever um, given a talk or if you've ever did any, if you've ever done any teaching or made a presentation, and I'm not speaking about a professional uh, presentation, speaking in front of hundreds and thousands of, of people. I'm just saying maybe a small crowd, some, some, a group of people within your own community, however that may be. How do you feel when you are preparing for that experience? May I share what I do? I usually do a little bit of research. It depends on the topic. And even if I am pretty familiar with whatever I'm going to talk about, I still do some reading, some research. I might ask questions, get information from other people to make the presentation or the discussion interesting. And then... One of the skills, uh, speaker skills or teaching skills, that's really 
recommend it is to practice. Now, this part of practicing is not as easy as it seems because when we're practicing, we're practicing, the the uh, method is to practice like speaking in front of a mirror or uh, maybe getting some stuffed animals and pretend they're your audience or better yet, get your children or your family and talk in front of them. It, <laughs> you know, it's there's a lot going on. And it is a very, very good opportunity to work through those feelings, um, the body changes, the anxiety, the nervousness, the butterflies. It's a great opportunity to practice getting through that while you're getting your giving your presentation. Sometimes, uh, you know, you may get the giggles and you laugh or you just freeze and smile. And all that is a normal process of learning how to speak in front of a group. Now, many of you, I am so sure this is nothing new, and you probably can share a whole lot more than than me. But that's not the goal of our time together. What I want to emphasize is taking time some prep time to prepare to reflect about your day or yourself. Yeah, it's it's focusing in on you. And so what we're going to talk about and what we're going to practice is a form of journaling. Journaling in in a positive way. I pulled some resources from an article, and um, many of the the uh, resources that I use, I get permission to share it with with my uh, podcast, with my class. It's just too good to keep to myself. So this re- this um, information that I'm sharing comes from PositivePsychology.com, and. Um, the author of this worksheet that I'm going to talk you through, this is going to be the, the fun part. I'm going to talk you through this worksheet. <laughs> um, anyway, it's by uh, um, Fedrik Banik, and uh, it's the title is called Exceptions Journal. And it's in uh, in her book, uh, 2012. Uh, the book is called Practicing Positive CBT from Reducing Distress to Building Success. And this book is by Lucinda Pohl and Hugo Alberts. So that's my reference. And As I read the information, I kind of broke it down and changed some of the lingo so it could be meaningful as we talk during the podcast. Well, as I talk to the podcast, but I'm just pretending and imaging you're there with me interacting. So thank you for um, listening and tolerating my imagination. 
Okay, so I love how the authors of this worksheet make a point that many times in the process of journaling, what do we usually have in the spotlight of our topic when we're writing? I pause a little bit to let you think. May I suggest, and I agree with the authors, that many times the focus of journaling is on a problem and working through that problem or a a situation that is difficult. In positive journaling, the focus is not so much on the problem, but it is on what happened when a person moves through the problem and what was going on when the problem became less. And I love how I love the the, the uh, dynamic of this and the perspective of this because it's different. So I'm going to present some questions and I will pause a little bit and you'll hear some music in the background to give you a chance to write out your your thoughts. Now, I, I say write out your thoughts and I'm just going to not digress, but I'm just going to um, just say this this little statement as a sticky note <laughs> and then you can do whatever you want to with the sticky note. Many of us use our electronic devices so much that that is our go-to tool that we make notes on different apps or software. Um, many people prefer to journal in a, a uh, hard copy uh, paper type of format. I, I just encourage you to use whatever is comfortable for you. <laughs> you know, I, whatever works. Um, if you use your device, if you have some kind of, of app that you can write down the answers to the questions, well, the good news is that as you're working through your day and you're, you are processing through the positive parts of your day, you, you have an easy access to what you wrote, and you can quickly update. Uh, the uh, paper journaling is great as well because you're starting to document and you can kind of flip through your pages. And oftentimes, many people like to flip through that. that they, they love the feeling, and I think that's a sensory part of processing. They like flipping through the pages and see where they started and how far they have come because you can, you know, um, really visually see the progress as you're turning the pages. Whatever works for you, please, it's, it's okay. Okay, so beginning with the first thought and not concentrating on the specific problem, I, I would like... If you would jot down some thoughts on what did you do 
differently today. And there's a little pause, and I'm going to give you a chance to write that down. Now, if your answer was, well, I I didn't do anything different today, then I would suggest for the remainder of your day, do something different, no matter how small it may be. Maybe if you are going to the store, you're going out to eat, go a different route. If you are uh, putting on your jacket or a piece of clothing, ch- change where you're putting your cl- change where you're putting your clothes on at, or 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 do something. Different. Maybe look at an outfit that you haven't worn for a while. But whatever it is, just whatever it is, try something different. The next question is, what did you notice when you did something different? Did anything improve? How did it feel when you did something different? No matter how small that feeling or the sensation uh, may be, what did, uh, or rather, how did it feel when you made that change? Okay? Now, these first three questions that I've just Kind of guided you through is the beginning of the it's called a daily exceptions journal and the initial questions the beginning questions are like this number one it says what has improved today even if it's just a little bit then the second question is what else has improved the third question is what did you do differently to improve things? And the reason why I started with the third question may be in line with uh, Stephen Covey's Keeping the End in Mind. Um, Sometimes we're so wrapped up into our daily routines, we don't pay attention if we're doing anything different or if anything's improved. So I started there to help guide us and to reflect if we're doing anything different, and if we haven't done anything different, to give us an opportunity to try something new. Okay, so I don't know if we're going to get through this whole worksheet right now. We may have to break this up into a couple of sections, but I would love to go on to the next question with you. But before we go to the next question, usually um, when we're talking about change, we're changing because of a reason. And in our in our journaling, in our reflecting, we're, we're looking at ourselves. I ask, um, may you may you look at yourself and maybe find um, something that you really want to improve on. And maybe it, it's, it, it has become a bit of an issue, a problem, or maybe it's just something that you've always wanted to improve on. And so whatever that 
situation is or the problem or the issue, whatever you would like to call it, um, pretend you have a spotlight and that issue or that problem or that situation seems to always be in the spotlight. And it just seems like that spotlight is just huge. It takes up the whole stage. And inside, ask yourself, are you satisfied with that problem or that situation or that issue? Are you satisfied with it taking up so much of your time, of your day, of your emotion? And respond to that in your journal, whatever you're writing in, reflecting in. Now, the focus of our journaling today is not so much to pay attention to the spotlight. At the same time, we're not ignoring the issue or the problem. So that way you, you're addressing what you want to improve on or the pro, you want to address the problem, but we're, and, and we're not ignoring it. Our exercise today is not to focus on that. Reflect on that spotlight again. And just in your mind's eye, can you bring yourself to see that there are areas where the light of that of that spotlight is not showing? There's always an edge of darkness where that light is not is not casted. And in our imagery today, the the part where the light is not casted to that dark part is the part where the problem is not or the issue is 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 not um part of your your day and so in your journal write out the time or the experience of when that spotlight that that problem in the spotlight when it is not a issue so I'll give you a little bit of time to write there what were you experiencing just to give you a little bit of food for thought what were you experiencing when you were not paying attention to the spotlight And when you were not focused on the spotlight, how did you feel? What actions were you doing? And as you're reflecting, was there a resolution, a resolving of the problem just a little bit so that you're, so that, you know, you you reflect now and you see that you know the that issue that problem was not 
That was not on your mind. Actually, it was, it was uh, in the back seat. It was not a priority. And take that part when the when the uh, when your focus was not on the the spotlight, and you put that problem or that issue in the back seat. That is your strength. What? How would you describe your strength to take your focus off of that that stage? Of the, of the spotlight. What were you doing? Okay. This is dynamic. I mean, this is big. And so I think I'm going to stop here. And um, I'm going to say this is the end of our exercise for today. And we've, we've gotten through um, seven of the questions. And that's a lot. So we just have a few more. But I would like, if you, if you would like to re, restart the podcast and then write out your responses. And when we come back next time, I will review what we have covered and then we will continue on with positive journaling. Thank you so much for participating in this activity today. I know it's a little bit different. I hope that it is reflective for you and that you are gaining insight on your strength that you maybe were not aware of, but that you do pull from as you work through change or resolving issues and problems. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.